What's up, everybody? It's Sam with Rowdy Alternative, and today we're here with Jeremy Nitt, a uh, bass player uh, for South Hall. How are you doing, well, man? I'm good, dude. How are you? Good, man. Good. Glad we could get you on. Yeah, I'm happy too, man. It's been a, lo- a little tough just traveling and stuff. So. Yeah, I I know I interviewed you a while. I don't even know if you remember. It was like last year. I interviewed you before, and like I didn't put it out because I was just a dipshit and didn't know how to interview at that time. So I'm like, we got to wait for a better time to do this. <laughs> so well, I'm I'm definitely down to do it again. I don't remember last time either. So and a lot of cool yeah. stuff happened since then. So. Yeah, we got plenty to talk about then. So um, yeah. So just let's do some uh, simple uh, questions here, just so people get to know you. So we'll start with the basics, man. So how'd you? get to start playing music even before professionally and all that uh man i in my hometown stroud we have a bunch of people uh that played uh casey smalley and john d neal and chris boyd and ty and austin billingsley so like for me i we all played so like they were all playing and they were all good so i was like i'm gonna get a guitar so i can do what they're doing you know yeah Uh, that's pretty like that's it man we have Pretty good musicians in my little bitty hometown in Oklahoma. So, Yeah, so when uh, and how did you meet up with uh, Reed and all them guys? Oh, man. I think I – Reed had met JT, and I'd met Reed before, but we didn't really hang out. But And J, he was looking for lead, some lead player, you know. And so JT was going down to Altus to play at Scooters, what it's called, and uh, I was like, yeah, I'll ride with you. And then JT ended up leaving me down there in South Hall to give me a ride back. So <laughs> and then we, and he's, Hey man, you play like looking for a bass player. And I was like, I never played a bass, but I'll do it. Yeah. Okay. So what'd you do before you met them? Then were you in any other bands playing just regular guitar? Or? Oh, I fronted my, a, a band called the morning doves played some punk rock. And okay. Sweet. Stuff like that. We had a few shows, but you know, trying to play country bars and Oklahoma playing raucous punk rock and stuff a lot of cream covers and stuff too so yeah nice yeah it was cool so what um whether it be with your first band or with uh reed or both what were some uh clubs or venues that you guys cut your teeth at i know you're from i know you're big in stillwater always have been but like anywhere else besides that yeah, Libby's Cafe and Goldsby, and I played at the bars in my hometown, the Q and Brew. I played there a bunch, and uh, but mostly Willie's Saloon in Stillwater. Oh, yeah. Like that's that's the you know reason I started writing songs. You know, when I was playing covers and stuff like old blues covers and you know whatever Black Keys stuff. And then you know I met Ben McKenzie. He wrote some of his own songs, and I was just like, oh my god, okay, I want to do that. So yeah, yeah so Ben, go ahead. Oh, just through Ben, you know, and playing mm-hmm. at Willie's and the open mic night, Kale Lester. And, I mean, there's so many people to name, you know, that yeah. I helped that like, kind of helped me get started writing songs and stuff. They introduced me to like Mike McClure and uh, mm-hmm. Great Divide and stuff like that. I'd always loved the Cross Canadian Ragweed, but, you know, I wasn't cute. Like, I didn't really know much about McClure and I heard him as well. They, they, Some of the Stillwater guys showed me him and I was like, okay. You know, this is the stuff. Like he writes about Oklahoma, like rural Oklahoma. It, it all resonated with me, so I just started writing songs because there you go, Ben, Mike McLeod, them guys, Kale Lester, all those guys. So we're on the topic of writing. Do you uh, have a big hand in writing with uh, 
Southall? Is it a group effort? Is it one person? How does that all work out? With this new record, uh, we all wrote songs on it. I have uh, I wrote two and one buddy of mine, Dylan Stewart, helped me with Ain't Never Gonna Change. And uh, the, the score is one I wrote, but on the new record. So, but, yeah, yeah Ryan's, Ryan wrote All I Have, and Barb wrote Four, John wrote Spit It Out. You know, Reed, Ben McKenzie helped write on one. So it was a pretty collective effort, yes. It was great. Nice. So, um, Anyone who's been following y'all for a while know um, that uh, you guys were started out as Reed Southall Band, and you guys recently right. rebranded to Southall. Is there a certain reason, uh, just to make it more of a group collective, or what was yeah, all behind that? What we just talked about is mm -hmm. like, you know, Reed was like, man, like, though he he had wrote all the songs previously, all the lyrics and stuff, and finally, you know, or, like, we we're all brought songs to the table. And, he always wanted it to be a band, you know, he, I don't, he never really wanted to be Reed Southall band. He just wanted us to be a band and have a band name. And for us, I thought, I mean, I think it's the best thing we've done, you know, like, and it's not necessarily rebrand either, you know, to me, just because it's still the name, you know, is in it. It's just, yeah. nah, it just, it just rings and everything's better. It's a collective effort. How we've, you know, Reed and all of us have envisioned it from the get go. So, yeah. So, uh, with the new self-titled album, um, was, was there anything different that you guys wanted to accomplish with this? Was there any new experiences or challenges you guys ran into while recording it? Um, we tracked it live. All the songs you hear, okay. we did them. That's how we did them. Just live. Like that's so that way that they would sound like if you come to a show, you get the same experience as what you do when you listen to the record. You know? Yeah. Like that, it, that was about the only thing for me, you know, that I think we did differently, you know, that and everybody bringing songs to the table, but you know, I, I, and we did it in a short amount of time. So we really like, we busted ass to get that thing mm -hmm. done and then getting to record at the church was up here big time for us. Oh, tell me about that. What, what do you mean record at the church? Well, the church is uh, Leon Russell's is a stick. Yeah. And, Oklahoma music, Tulsa. I mean, yes. Yeah. And like world music. Like, he recorded Tom Petty's records, Joe Cocker's and stuff. So, I mean, mm -hmm. it's for us to do it there. It was magical. It meant a lot to me. Yeah, that's huge, man. I had no idea. I didn't even know about that place. Oh, buddy. You'll have to check it out. It's yeah. it's worth a look. Absolutely. Um, But yeah, you, were, you hit on the whole live music aspect. Uh, I got to say, when I see you guys play, whenever I can make a show, it's always a good show i saw you guys in cincy in like january i think it was and yeah, was that top top cats top cat very very sketchy venue i i oh, walked dude, in there sticky floor man <laughs> oh, yeah. oh man yeah that, we still talk about that it was, it was dude pretty, it was rough one but it was a good show yeah golly it, that place was something else yeah that's cincinnati for you and i don't know if that was the first time you all played here but i mean that, in a nutshell that's just what you got to expect i think so i think that was the first time we played there yeah and it blew my mind personally seeing because uh, i saw you guys play at the tumbleweed in stillwater multiple times and then moving back home to here i was thinking like i'm not sure what the turnout's gonna be like just how many because cincinnati's a lot farther away from Oklahoma than, you know, so it's like, I wonder what the turnout will be. And I think it's sold out, which blew my mind. I'm like, that's yeah. awesome. Sold out quick too, which was cool. A relatively smaller venue, but like 
the fact that we're never been there and having people show up. I mean, it was cool. The sticky floor was what got me. <laughs> yeah, it was disgusting, but it had a cool little like we were talking about punk rock. It had a cool little punk oh, rock ambience to it. <laughs> you you asked me like when I was you know playing punk rock back in the day, or just you know like hey, you get to come play here. I'd watch it, been like this isn't shit you know like, <laughs> yeah but it still was a shit i had a great night yeah and it was a great show and that's what i was saying like there's i've never seen a bad live performance from you guys and do you um as you guys keep going with like day by day show by show do you see the whole like nationwide uh just more people showing up bigger turnouts just from being like that band in oklahoma to now you're growing is it apparent to you all these big turnouts and sold out shows and everything? Yeah, I mean, they're, I mean, and they're not all sold out shows, and they're not all they're all good shows. Mm-hmm. And like we had played, you know, like Mobile before, you know, not put I don't remember maybe a hundred two hundred people, and then the last time we played there, you know, four or five hundred people. You know? So uh, yeah, it feels great to see, and I think the new record is you know going to help with that. I think it's it's more broad to help us get out to listeners that maybe wouldn't listen to some of the early stuff that are listening now. I'm like, Oh shit. What is this? You know? Yeah. Are you guys still getting a lot of the, I, I don't know if it, I talked to you guys about it or not before. I might've been talking to a friend about it, but like at your shows, it's funny. You guys release, uh, uh, for the birds, uh, mm-hmm. not too long ago. And then now this one, it's, and no matter how many how recent shows you go to, you still get people saying like, "Hey, play clean slate, play gun shy." Yeah, yeah. Does that does that like I don't know if that's annoying or is it just like, "Hey, I want to play some fucking new stuff." Like, what what is that like for you guys? Um, I can't speak for everybody in the band, but for mm-hmm. me, I I'm gonna play. I I don't whatever song we have, whatever song's on the list. Like, dude, let's fucking jam it. I don't care. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I, we want to play the new stuff. Like uh, we wouldn't have recorded new songs if we didn't want to push those. Yeah, sure. I mean it, it. The only thing that bothers me is people with their phones out with the name of the song they want us to play. It's like, well, for now we no, I don't like. Dude, just put your phone up, dude. You, know, you can yell has... it or whatever. <laughs> is that a new thing? Like, I don't know. Like, whatever happened to lighters or something? Yeah. You know? yeah, it's like do that and enjoy yourself. But like, we're not gonna play the songs you're you ask us to play really now like we're gonna play what we want to play and if you want to yeah. enjoy our set then enjoy our set but don't do that right. i'll say that yeah it's like yeah. I'm, I'm i can do without that like any time of the any show like just put your phone up yeah and but, i don't think that's too polarizing of a take either i think most musicians could agree with that and fans who are actually there for the music so um but uh speaking of touring uh you guys uh, I don't know. Was it this past spring or somewhere where you guys were in Europe? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, and how I was that? I didn't. Oh, that's it. right. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. Just, yeah. Just some stuff I have to take care of and whatever, okay. but, uh, but that's, that's for another time. Uh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you, it doesn't bother me. Um, and they're going back this year. So hopefully I can make that run, but used to be a, I used to get in a lot of trouble. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> all good we don't gotta hit yeah. on it i was just oh, no. but but is that but, like no, it, it was badass and i'm i'm proud of the band and all the guys in the band you know for going out there and have, opening for blackberry smoke and killing it mm-hmm. you know 
And yeah. uh, Derek Crothers, Derek Crothers from the White Lighters bass player, he yeah. uh, is he played for me. And I couldn't I couldn't have asked for anybody else. Like he, one of my best friends, and like dude, he's he's the shit. So is yeah, there we're, we're all tied. So it was it was like nothing, you know. Right. Yeah. Right on. Um. So just in like recent times or like now, do you guys? What, what do you see different than last year, or the year before when it comes to like, I guess you could say blowing up more of just like more streams, more sales, that kind of stuff. Like, is has there been a moment for you guys? Where you're like, oh, shit, this is actually really happening. I mean, hell, they went to Europe. You're playing all around the country now. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I Not that I've noticed. I just kind of I say for us or for me, uh, I've. I, don't you know can't speak on everyone for that i for me i think just going out and doing it is the thing and like of course you see more people coming but you've got to go out and play the places you haven't played and you've got to go out and you've got to shoot for them and then you got to find out where you fit you know and then Mm -hmm. go do those again and and keep build on those you know we it's not like you we didn't just go down to texas you know and have a shitload of people like we had to run our we had to run a muck down there for a while and right you know, hang out in Texas for a long time and get people going. So nothing overnight. I don't think, I don't think anything happens overnight ever, yeah. but I, I, for me, I think it's just the hustle. Like, and I, and our live shows I, is my favorite part of what we do. You know, mm-hmm. I don't pay attention to the sales and streams and yeah, I, I'm going to keep I, doing it regardless, you know? Yeah. Right. You know, and if it's wheels, working, it's the working. wheels fall off. Yeah. Yeah, and nowadays name of the game is touring anyway. So I guess your mind's at the right place anyway. So Oh yeah. Like this is touring is that's what I that's what I like to do. So Yeah, yeah I, I focus on I think the focus for me is to how can I, you know, play best live and bring my best every night and part like I like to party. Like I like to yeah. party with my friends on stage. I think the reward is getting to go play shows from the record you put out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I, I meant I wanted to add. This has a, been a while now, but I've been meaning to ask you guys or any of you. Uh, I saw y'all played a while back at Red Rocks. Oh, dude! Which it, can you explain that experience to me? Because that just seems like otherworldly. Not very often as I have I walked on a stage and just immediately been like, "Oh, this <laughs> is this is incredible!" You know, like wow. Yeah. I mean, it's the most beautiful place I've ever played at. I mean, yeah. hands down. I don't know. For me, I I don't even I don't get nervous, but ever in that show, I was like, "Oh man, I'm nervous." <laughs> like I'm pretty I'm pretty fucking nervous. But, yeah. But am I allowed to cuss? I'm sorry. Yeah, you could uh, say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> awesome. I, I figured you wouldn't care, but no. I have a I have a bad. I don't even realize I even saying what I'm saying until I say it. And I was like, oh, I just said fuck eighteen times. But yeah, you're good. I've been there. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh let's hit on uh your uh solo work which okay. you um I know uh uh draft cards not today that's what you put out so far uh so like what made you want to pursue that was it just like like I know it was coming on the tail end of covid I don't know if it was just you had time or like what yeah, made you want to pursue doing that I've always I mean my record will be done in November so Oh, sweet. Yeah, so I'll, I'll have 10, 11 songs, you know. And then I've, I've already started writing for my next one as well. So, oh, uh, nice. I've just, dude, I've, 
I've wrote songs and like I, that's what I like to do it. And like I've I've always wanted to do it and it's time and money and stuff like that. But everybody else is trying to put it out, you know, put out records yeah. and do their thing and you know, doing it on your own, uh, for the most part is it's pretty tough, but like I knew it would take time and uh but yeah, it's something I've always wanted to do. Um any, like anyway. So and I've always had a I don't, you know, I've always wrote songs and had a collection of songs and to, that I have wanted to put out. It's just about getting them out. But I got yeah. a bunch done. So November, I'll have my first record out. We'll see what, what happens with the next one. Hell yeah, that's exciting, man. Uh, I, draft cards, not they were great songs. Uh, especially draft cards. I love that one, man. That was a great yeah. one. Um, Thank you. So thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, so who are the personnel on the on that or on your record that's upcoming? Who are some of the people who are working with you on that? Okay, so I've had I can I would say honestly about twenty different musicians play on my record. Oh wow! Uh, no, yeah, no song sounds the same. Most of them are from Oklahoma. Well, actually, all of them I think, other than Ryan Wellman, uh, are Okies. So mm -hmm. I mean, you're talking to Walton, uh, 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 Caitlin Butt plays drum for. Caitlin Butts, and then you got uh, Brian White, and uh, I mean, oh, dude, like Caleb Shurtum, uh Dwight, JT Perry, uh, Reed Barber, uh, okay. Ben McKenzie. I mean, all of my friends have played on it, and everybody. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to have a, a Buffalo Rogers played mandolin, you know, on some. And, Damn. Oh, dude, I, I, I'm lucky that I have the friends I do, and, you know, uh, Logan Webb, you know, he played bass on a few. Dude, I, it, it, it's whoever from Oklahoma you, <laughs> that plays in bands. They, they, I've had to, I've had them in there. Yeah, so you sound stoked, man. I'm excited for you. I, I'm pumped, man. It's been a long time coming. So, like, and I think you know, I, actually, like, sure, some people listen to it, but I, you know, I'm gonna put it out regardless. You know? so, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean. We'll see. If it's what you want to do, it's what you want to do. People are going to yeah. listen. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm going to put out another one like mm -hmm. pretty soon too. So we'll see. How Hell it yeah. That's awesome, man. Oh, when yeah, it comes. Yeah. When it, is there a difference creatively writing your own stuff that, you know, will be on your record than with the Southall boys? Um, no, no, uh, not really for me. No, uh, I, I write songs and then find, we all get together and play them and be like, well, it sounds pretty good. Let's get that down, you know, and play it a few times and run through it, track it up. Hell yeah. Awesome. Um, and so I know people are uh, there. This is with any musician and I know you guys, you guys just put out a killer album. Fantastic. But people are always looking for upcoming work, no matter how right. much you put out. So I guess I might as well ask, is there anything on the horizon with uh, South Hall when it comes to any releases or you guys just riding the wave right now after your most recent one? Um, we're all writing. We, yeah. all, of, all of us write songs all the time. So, oh, okay. uh, so I guess, it, yeah, I guess we're in the process of the next one now without even knowing we're in the process. But yeah, we're, I mean, we're always looking to keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll see what, like, we'll all get a collection of songs going and we'll see which ones make it and we'll go from there. Nice. Uh, one more question. I want to know, uh, like, is there, when I think of you guys as a band, I, I can't really put, if someone would put you guys in a genre, which nowadays doesn't fucking matter, really. Uh, 
does what you guys like you could be called red dirt but there's rock influence there's blues especially in the last one like there's a lot of blues i picked up on this newest yep. uh, record uh is there a certain subgenre or an area where you where you would place you guys at like this is we what could, we play we call it rural rock rural rock rural rock that's yeah. it just rural rural songs rural <laughs> people rural rock and roll <laughs> that's I mean, perfect <laughs> yeah awesome uh I say we end on that, man. Uh, I'm down. Thank, thanks so much for hopping on. I know you, you're a busy guy. I mean, hell, it looks like you guys are getting ready to hop on stage, damn near. So, <laughs> yeah, well, but, uh, dude, I appreciate you, Ben. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Before we go, uh, do you want to plug anything, socials, any kind of, uh, like any, uh, yeah, go ahead. It's Jeremy with two E's. If you can find me, I'm one of the very few. <laughs> if you, if you want to find me, Jeremy with two E's, that's it. All right. I'm on, yep. I'm on everything. So, hell yeah. Well, Just thanks. Recently moved to the TikTok stuff. So, y'all come watch oh, the South Hall stuff. They're, it's, they're pretty entertaining. So, yeah. We got Scoob on the case with the, with oh. the socials. He's got, he's, he's got you boys down. Yeah. Scoob's the master. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. uh, like I said, thanks so much, Nip, for hopping on. Uh, stick around for a second after I sign off and make sure this is all good to go. So, uh, uh, everyone list listening, thanks for hopping on. I'm Sam. This is uh, Jeremy Nip, uh, and this is Rowdy Alternative. Y'all have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>